Today's meditation is brought to you by Richard Moss, who is a teacher of consciousness and love. In this meditation, touch into the quality of your awareness, your presence, and your being. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Embody Podcast, a show about remembering and embodying your true nature, inner wisdom, embodied healing, and self-love. My name is Candace Wu, and I'm a holistic healing facilitator, intuitive coach, and artist sharing my personal journey of vulnerability, offering meditations and guided healing support, and having co-creative conversations with healers and wellness practitioners from all over the world. If you haven't already listened to the introductory podcast with Richard Moss, it's a beautiful episode around intimacy, planting a tree in fear, relationships as a way to accelerate loving love, that embodiment is a beginningless and endless journey, and the question, if you love love, what else is there to do? Find all that at candacewu.com slash Richard Moss. It's with great pleasure and delight that Richard has offered to share this beautiful meditation here today. And here it is. Hello, I'm Richard Moss, and I'm very honored to be making this contribution of a guided meditation to Candace Wu's really very excellent Embody podcast. Before going any further, let me just caution you that the best way to listen to this is to be seated or lying down comfortably, and it would really be a mistake, and you shouldn't try to be doing anything athletic or driving a car, anything where your attention really doesn't need to be on what I'm about to share with you. So the meditation I'm about to guide you in is really at the very heart of what it means to be present, what it, and, and what the practice of meditation actually is as you begin to deepen into it more and more. There are just several simple and yet very profound foundations for what I'm about to share with you. The first is that to our aware self, to our presencing self, there is only the present moment. There is only now. And without going into all the ways in which we are taken from the now and why that's important, but also why it's the source of all, pretty much all mind-made suffering, let us simply say that when we're talking about being in the now, we're talking about actually deepening into a part of you which we can call by many names, the aware self is what I call it. And it's not a thing, so it's more a process. It can also be called the witnessing self, the witnessing process. And there are levels and levels and levels depths and depths and depths to which we become not only the witnesses, but at one with the experience 
that we're witnessing as we deepen. So the first premise, there's only now. The second premise is that in this moment, the way that you touch or experience anything depends on the way you are touching it. That is, the way you are bringing your awareness to it. So, for example, if there's fear or fearful sensations, if you bring awareness to it that is a more basic kind of ego awareness that's about survival and feeling good, then you're going to want a sensation like fear, a feeling like fear, to go away. So you're touching it with rejection, and so the fear, in essence, rejects you, and it gets more intense, becomes more distressing. And if you bury it with activity, or any way in which you can displace fear without actually getting to know fear, all it does is it works in your subconscious mind and it comes back always, again and again and again. So the second premise, how you touch is how you're touched. This is a law, I call it the law of the present moment. What does the touching is the aware self-process. So if you touch with a soft awareness, fear will become softer. If you touch a sensation of unsafety softly, it will get softer. If you touch anger softly, it will melt and become aliveness, potentially even stillness. As you touch the present moment with your awareness, with the quality and the purity, the clarity of your attention, so you experience that present moment. And it's true of every aspect, everything that happens in the present moment. And of course, it presupposes that you've developed enough of an aware self that you're choosing a relationship in the moment that is new with every feeling, every emotion, and with your thinking process itself. So those two basic foundational premises, it's only now how you touch this moment with the quality of your attention is how you experience this moment emotionally, at the level of sensation in your body, and in every other way in terms of what kind of thoughts it generates or whether you move into stillness and spaciousness. In that sense, the third premise, and it could have been in a different sequence, is that who you really are, who any of us really are, is beginning again over and over in this moment. Who we are, who you are, begins right now and is determined by how much awareness you have and the quality with which you bring that awareness to the immediacy of your experience. So I suggest you sit comfortably or lie down. Close your eyes. If you're lying down, you need to know that you're a person who can stay awake through a guided meditation. And in fact, from my point of view, even if you fall asleep, that may be exactly what you need. If you drift off into a kind of a space between waking and sleeping, 
So the first thing is, the body is always in the now. Even in the depths of sleep, you're breathing, body's functioning. Even though there's no remembered consciousness, there's just a kind of absence of any kind of experience that we would usually call conscious awareness. So the body's always in the now. And breathing is like a sine wave. It's like a wave from the first inhalation at birth to the final exhalation at death. The breathing never stops. It just changes according to the demand we place on ourselves for oxygen or our emotional state, where our breathing can get very shallow and very fast. You know, many, many centering practices are about learning to slow your breathing down, of course, if you're going to slow your breathing down, you also have to have awareness of your breathing. And in this meditation, we're not going to control breathing in any way. All that you're going to do is bring your conscious witnessing self and bring it and join it with your breathing. The breathing's been with you all your life. It's accompanied you through anguish and joy every moment of your life, you could think of it as a friend that's never abandoned you and never will while we're alive. And then you can think of your aware self, which is the liberating power of your consciousness. And I'm actually going to try to show you how it liberates in this meditation. That aware self now, just let it rest with your breathing like a friendship, two timeless, wonderful friends of our meeting. So we now have what we can call breath awareness. And just feel that. Feel that friendship. Don't manipulate yourself to feel something special, but it I often say, for me, it's just like a soft smile. Resting my aware self process with the breathing in my body. Let's begin To bring that breath awareness to a place where there is obvious sensation. So assuming that you're breathing through your nose, bring your breath awareness into your nose, into the last half inch or centimeter or two of your nose. Experience the sensation not just a spectator looking at it, but moving into the sensation with your breath awareness. Now, just to create a contrast, Let's do the same thing. Bring your aware self 
resting with your breathing into what we mean when we use the word feet. Into your feet. A baby doesn't have feet. It has a place of sensation without a name. That's why babies are so close to the depths of what in some contexts could be called the kingdom of heaven. But by whatever name, the baby's in an awakened state and doesn't know it. But right now, bring your aware breathing process into the sensation in your feet. Now come back to your nose. The air going in. Notice how it feels cooler. The tide of the air coming out. And it's warmer. Now let's begin to notice something. Because what I'm inviting you to do, which is the foundation of many, many starting points for meditation, but this activity of witnessing in your body, with your breath, with your awareness and breath, it has no real interest to the ego self. Unless it thinks it can do something with it, unless it turns it into a competition and thinks, I'll be really good at this. I'll make myself good at this. Or unless it judges it as not being worthwhile and people just stop, they quit. In fact, this is of really no interest to your ego, and so the mind will wander. And rather than what is often said to you, just bring your mind back to the breathing, first just appreciate the genius of the ego in its self-preservation it's going to take you to something that interests it, like worrying about something, or planning something, or revisiting some situation and thinking about how you could have done it differently, on and on and on. But that's what's really interesting to that part of your, and all of our ego minds. So when you see that, just appreciate, that's the genius of the ego mind. And then choose. You come back to the breath awareness in your nose. Purposeless from the point of view of the ego. Now bring the awareness to your lower legs. From your knees, your lower legs, your ankles into your feet, spring that witnessing consciousness there. And let's begin to give some qualities to this witnessing consciousness. This is, this is the essence of the practice of how you touch. 
some just to imagine, sense that as you're presencing with your breath awareness in your lower legs, you're doing so with a gentleness, breathing in a sense of gentleness and curiosity. What's here? It's a gestalt of sensation. You can feel molten, swirling clouds, tingling. It's like colors with different tones, or music with swirling sounds. Again, it doesn't mean anything to the ego, so it'll lose interest pretty quickly, but you're building a muscle now, the most important one of all which is the muscle of your aware self. Now let's come back and bring the attention, this gentle, curious witnessing, presencing, back into your nose. How precise can you notice the sensations without forcing, with gentleness, with curiosity? And as if you've never done this before, as if it's the first time ever. Now, it's like a thought experiment to bring gentle receptivity to the sensation in your nose as if for the first time. And of course, there's a part of you that remembers doing this even a few minutes ago as I've been guiding you. In fact, all the time, there's a part of us that's remembering what was just a little before or long before, days, months, years before. And the ego can only make something have meaning by comparing it to something else. So a basic function of the ego mind, of, of, of the little mind, is to create a contrast by of what the what is of the moment, actual sensation in your nose right now with something remembered. And as soon as there's remembering this evaluation, and that evaluation says this is good or this is not good, this is positive or not so positive, this is pleasing or not pleasing, this is satisfying, this is dissatisfying. It's inherent in the minute there's the past in comparison. So now bring your breathing awareness to your hips and your bottom and your upper legs. Curious, gentle. Relaxing, 
comparing, relaxing, giving this some sort of meaning to any kind of memory so it's as if for the first time. All the way from your hips and bottom, your upper legs, your lower legs to your feet, breathing into that part of the body that those words are representations of. Gentle, curious, as if for the first time. So when we're in the basic level of mind, not only do we have to make meaning by some form of comparing, by remembering something from the past, which means that nothing is ever really new or now, but there's also a movement into the future. We want to do this well, for example, now. Maybe want to not have to do it or not do it at all. Want to get better at it want to understand, there's always a quality of anticipation of the future, wanting an outcome, wanting a result. So what is this experience now of breath awareness in your bottom and lower legs, all the way to your feet? If you release wanting, Ah, but no one can do it. Because you're not really meant to. You have to be able to see the wanting self, which is always there, and turning everything you do into concern with whether it will get you to where you want to go or whether it will take you a place you don't want to go. Consciousness, a space for your wanting self. Always leaning toward the future. It's off to one side and off, off to the other side, as if for the first time, curious, gentle. Wanting off to one side, comparing off to the other side in your big mind. And your aware self just getting stronger, softer. Now you have the idea. Whatever we mean when we use the word body, bring this breath awareness, this witnessing consciousness that's resting with your breath, bring it into your whole body. Sensing in your whole body. Noticing whether there are brighter colors or sharper sensations, duller colors or no sensation, where the music seems off, caustic, or the music is soothing in different parts of the body, different, subtly different sensations or obviously different sensations. If there's pain, 
That's a strong sensation. But bring this aware self, breath awareness, witnessing consciousness with curiosity and gentleness, without wanting. Nobody heals because they want to heal. They may have set an intention for healing, but healing comes as does deeper consciousness when all forms of comparing and all forms of wanting have just gone away and suddenly there is a new, deeper connection to yourself. And sometimes that brings a new frame for understanding. We call that forgiveness. Or it brings a cessation of unpleasant sensation or an opening of a door into a new perspective that you couldn't have asked for. In your whole body, just breathing, aware, presencing, and practicing setting, wanting to one side, your big mind and comparing to another place off to the side in your big mind. Well, this is a wonderful starting point. And I'm going to suggest we stop now and you take a really deep breath, full body breath, stretch the belly and the lungs to full capacity, and then let the air out much further out than you normally would. <sighs> Big sensation comes into the body. And you open your eyes. And if I have a chance to journey with you again, the next step will be to start to visit in this way sensations like fear, sensations like dissatisfaction and unsafety. Because the whole work of love, of learning to love, is to learn to sit down in those dimensions, those places of fear and dissatisfaction, and instead of believing what your mind tells you about them, get to know them in the immediacy of your self-presencing. And you'll drop deeper and deeper, gradually, slowly, freeing yourself of what the mind creates when there's fear or pain or need. By need, I mean mind-made needs, not the deeper needs. And it's been a pleasure to be with you. And I thank you. And as you shift from this meditation that Richard has offered, Feel free to tune into anything your body needs here as you transition. Connect with what resonated for you. Perhaps what you'd like to carry with you throughout the day. 
And we'll leave you with a little bit of music here today as you continue to shift. Again, feel free to check out Podcast with Richard Moss. It's fantastic and just as good as a meditation or better. That's at candicefoo.com slash Richard Moss. And also feel free to check out other podcasts, meditations, and healing experientials at candicewoo.com slash meditations, as well as other podcasts at candicewoo.com slash podcast. See you next time on the Embody Podcast. <laughs>